you know what would be a cool idea? Is if I did like a little bit of a voice snippet before I did the intro. Hey guys, welcome to Love's Corner. My name is Olivia and we are going to go ahead and do this episode right now because it is almost 9 o'clock and I need to sleep. But we're not going to completely rush into this episode like all crazy like and whatnot. I have some important shit to discuss with you, and it's all adulting biz. Uh, and a little bit of a me complaining moment for a second. Just let me just hear me out. Um, I, I don't know. Um, well, for starters, Valentine's Day episode didn't really get a whole lot of views. I'm a little bit salty, but it's it's whatever. Me thinks that y'all don't like Valentine's Day shit that much. So, lesson learned, I'm not going to do that. I'm probably next time uh, February comes around, I won't do a segment for Valentine's Day. Instead, I'll just do a regular segment where I'm talking about some other adulting stuff and the normal shit happening in my life. But, <clears throat> you know, that's just life. Anyways, uh, I am here to talk about a few things. But first one, to start off the episode a little fun. Uh, I've been watching this show on Netflix, and I've been, like, so just amazed by it. Uh, based off of the comic books uh, made by Gerard Way, <laughs> comes a show on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy. Oh, guys, I have got to tell you about this damn show. It is just... Bonkers. I mean, I love it to death. Okay, <clears throat> so, um, not gonna do any spoiler things because I know some people I know personally will want to watch this show and they listen to my podcast. So I'm just gonna, like, lay out, lay out the bare details. Uh, the Umbrella Academy is about a, um, <clears throat> is about when, like, this, this billionaire guy, um, Reginald Hargreaves. Uh, adopt seven kids who are who were born on the same day, same time, same everything, but come from different from completely separate mothers, who, fun fact, weren't pregnant when the day that they gave birth to these guys to these kids, uh, all from around the world, by the way. So it's a really big, major ass coincidence. Uh, Reginald Hawkins adopts all these children. There's seven of them in total, and they each possess a unique ability. Now, they they grow up eventually, and um, the plot sets to where there's this apocalypse happening, and they gotta stop it, and a whole bunch of other shit's going on in the background, and oh my god, I am just astounded by how crazy this show was. It's like, uh, the, the characters were just amazing. Same with you, um, Diego, uh, Klaus, Vanya... Allison, Ben, um, uh, Luther, God, I'm missing any, uh, Vanya, Klaus, Allison, Diego, Luther, Ben, and I'm forgetting someone. Oh, God, why am I forgetting somebody? There's seven of them. Mm-hmm. 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 And five, number five, 
five doesn't have a name for some reason. Uh, but, uh, you know, shit, I guess we'll know that in the second season, because apparently they left us on, like, this huge fucking cliffhanger. Holy shit, guys, I am just, uh, astounded. Okay, so, um, basically the overall theme is these, um, people who are grown up, uh, well, sort of grown up, (laughs) um, Basically, or estranged from each other, or like they were um, emotionally stunted uh, people. They grew up and sort of drifted, only to be brought back together when their dad um, has uh, passed away. Their dad being their adopted father, who was quote unquote an asshole. <clears throat> Which I agree completely, he was. But then, I, toward the end of the series, he kind of. Think back on it and think, was he really an asshole or was he really just protective? Like, was he really just very dense, you know? And you know those dense dads who don't know what the fuck you're doing, but really they do? Uh, unfortunately, that's not everyone's dad, but you know, whatever. Point is, the show is, is like really has some interesting themes to it. And it's really exciting to watch and think you guys can like, look into it. It's on Netflix called the Umbrella Academy, um, and damn, like, holy shit, I am, I am impressed, and the cliffhanger was so huge, ah, my friend Allison, she, uh, told me about it when I told her that I started watching it, and was like, dude, you're gonna be so angry at the end, I'm like, what do you mean so angry, and then she tells me, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, like, you, you literally, okay, you might as well have thrown everything away in the past few episodes, I mean, not that, not that it actually did, it's just, oof, I can't say anything like giving too much spoilers away, and I, I'm not a spoiling type, you know? It's, it's just not my thing. I don't want to tell y'all guys what happens. Because, Lord, it gets lit, fam. It just, ugh. One day, I'll give spoilers when the second season comes out. I will uh, go ahead and spoil the entire first season so you guys can start watching it from that point. But until then... I am just going to be wallowing on the fact that everything that happened, happened. And boy, was it crazy. Uh, leaving it, thinking about it back at it now, there are some plot points that didn't quite fit. They just didn't. And, uh, yeah. Kind of a, kind of mad, kind of not, because, you know, fuck it. I don't care. It was a great show, and I was fucking psyched to watch it. <sighs> Umbrella Academy, guys. Go check it out. Um, now, uh, I do have an interesting episode about debt. And, uh, crazy. Oh, before I get into that, uh, I knew how the show was going to end before it ended. And no, I don't have a power like Klaus. I don't, and I can't predict the future like like some superheroes out there, but what I can do is predict the endings of shows. This has been a proven fact, guys. As of lately, Netflix adaptations have become a little more than uh, predictable. Not predictable in a bad way, but more obvious predictable in in the way where I, I recognize and detect a pattern. Um, it's become a, flaw, a flawed ability of mine, but... Um, 
Yeah, I will just sit through the first the first five or six five or four episodes of the show, and I will immediately piece together how it's gonna end. And boy, I am right, apes in the time. With the uh, the show uh, Umbrella Academy, though, I was super right. Like God, I was. I saw the ending coming from a mile and a half away. And. Uh, well, not even a mile away, more like I saw the ending coming from 0.5 miles away. <laughs> but I watched it anyways because I thoroughly enjoyed the, the dialogue and the acting and the amazing uh, sequences of action and the uh, visual effects. They were, everything was just great and on, t- on point, and I loved it all. I especially love that Ellen Page stars as Vanya in this awesome show. And if you don't know what Ellen Page is, she is the girl who has a mini, a woman has many talents as an actor and who plays many roles in, in films and Jesus guys let me tell you she's an amazing actress and on top of that she's an awesome and cool as hell advocate for the LGBT community because she is herself gay and I'm just like yes gay women are amazing at almost everything. Almost everything. Oof. And she just proves that point. <laughs> uh, as well as the other actors there. But fun fact too. Five. Number five. He's a kid. Alright. Well, he traveled through time, I guess. And, and uh, comes back as, an old, as a child again. Because he had to, had to project his consciousness into many forms of himself. And so when he went back in time, he went back as his 13-year-old self. Which was, I want, um, coincidentally, the same age that he himself went missing when the kids were younger. And uh, Liv, giving away so much. Okay, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to give away. You find us all in the first episode. But just telling you this, shit slit, fam. Check it out. Alright, and let's take a short break, drink some water, um, <clears throat> go over my notes, and I will uh, come back with a little few more light stuff before I can start heading heavy, hard books. Uh, BRB, people. Yay! Figaro! Oh, really? Fuck. I can't sing like that. If you can sing opera, credit to you, man. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to this corner. Uh, I am currently, uh, well, sorry, I texted my girlfriend, Janelle is just the best. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, what was I, where was I? Oh, yes! I got some hella good news! Well, for me, but, uh, a little bit of a, a good announcement. I'm progressing in my transition fairly well, actually. Um... Due to the progression of hormones, I am now at a decent cup size. Uh, I don't mean they're big boobs. I mean they are moderately A-OK boobs. I'm not going to say more because I I fear giving a lot away. But, you know, I definitely have some boobage going on there. (laughs) What kind of before is boobage? Uh, I swear... I'm a cringy human being. The point is, I am progressing in my transition. Um, I started, uh, I think, 
May, early May, early April. Yeah, uh, late April, early May, and it is February. Sorry, <sighs> sorry. The phone almost fell. My mistake. Anyways, where was I at? Yes, the transition's progressing very well. Um, I've been on hormones for, well... Uh, toward the end of April will be for a year. And so far it's been close to 10 months. Let's see, it's February. Once February's over, over. It'll be, yeah, 10 months. Jesus. I mean, it's crazy how far I've it's been, how long it's been since I started. And just the dramatic change that's happened from then to now. And it's been just startling and mind-boggling, and I just, it, and just it's overall amazing. I, I mean, uh, I, I, if you had told me a year ago that I would look and, you know, totally pass and that I would be feeling comfortable in my own body again, I would have told you you were insane, but here I am, comfortable in my body. Uh, not ashamed of my voice anymore because um, because of my voice, I found that I am unique with it. I no longer have the sort of voice dysphoria I would have. It still comes and goes, but it's not there anymore. Like for the most part, and I'm just happy that I can be cool with myself and that I can love my body more because it because it now more than before is portraying the 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 gender I identify with, which is female. And it portrays my true gender, which is being female. And I'm just I'm just happy. And I'm super excited for any changes gonna come by. And I may not have surgery or anything yet. I may not um, I still need to shave and whatnot, but it doesn't matter, you know, because there are plenty of girls like me going through the same stuff, and there's plenty of hope for many transgender females who want to change their bodies or who want to accept themselves, and there is just, there's always a thing that says, I mean, there's always an opportunity to be better or to to make things get better, there's, and even if you, and even if you feel hopeless, it always does get better. That's the one true thing. That's the truest thing someone could tell you about transitioning, or, or being gay, or about being raised in a right-wing family and coming out with the, with a chosen family, and a supportive, you know, group of friends. So you can you can always come out better than you came in. Ah, man, it's been a friggin' crazy ride. Now, uh, on top of that, uh, I also want to share a bit of things. I wasn't gonna do this before, but I also wanted to share my little take on a little app we know called TikTok. Formally, musically. Now, um, 
TikTok, if y'all know, is sort of like um, the new Vine, if you could say it like that. Um, clips last to anywhere from 15 seconds to a minute. And um, in these clips are different audios or voiceovers people can use, including music and different styles of uh, editing you can use to try and create a funny video or an entertaining video. Now, these videos uh, have been proven or viewed as annoying as shit because there are many a 13-year-old who is on, who are on this app. But I come to enjoy the 18-plus side of this app. And the app of and the side of the app where people actually do make creative content. Coming to find out, TikTok is not an annoying app like everyone thinks it is. It's actually a decent platform for uh, self-expression and community. And I think people don't really get that. And I want to speak out on that because I am personally a TikTok user. I use the app on a daily basis. I am obsessed with the videos and the content because you know people make funny shit. And honest to God, I I have tons of fun with it, like every day. It, it it drags me away from the stress of real life and gets me into the mood to do something funny and creative. And it's just, you know, it's really cool. I just want to say, put that out there because the app gets trashed a lot, and I do not think that it deserves the trash it gets. Now. That was my notes on TikTok and my and my uh, transitioning stuff going on. Now, now we need to get down to the heavy. Ooh, the heavy. Before we do that, I'm gonna show you this ad because we all forget how how great Tank Anchor is, don't we? I mean, honest to God, Anchor is a great app, and I think it deserves. A little bit of extra time to, you know, get its word out. To get the advertisement on, like, to the people. So that they know that there is a platform that also is about community and is about creative content. And that app is called Anchor. Here's a word from our sponsor. And I will see you guys in, like, a few seconds. BRB. Uh, if you heard me drinking water, that's because my throat hurts from doing these podcasts, man. I swear to God, every time I do this shit, it makes me go sore. You know? I feel like a pony because I get a little horse. Oh, God. Kill me. That pony's terrible. What's up, everybody? Hope you enjoyed that little moment of uh, weakness as I showed that I am a terrible master of puns. Oh, God. Have mercy on me and my punful soul. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome back to this quarter. My name is Olivia, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys about a little something called debt. Well, first, before I get into debt, we have to go into the slight possibility of, um... You know, making unexpected plans. I had to close the door, because everyone I know is an asshat. By everyone, I mean the fucking cats that love me so much.
Okay. So, uh, let me do a more secure and quiet location. Here we are. Um, now, debt is a big issue here in America. Uh, alone, the Americans are in billions and trillions of dollars in debt because of uh, wars, because of the economy, because we owe a lot of money to <laughs> a lot of people. I know. The, I don't know all the little in-betweens that come with uh, the fact that we owe debt. All I know is that us personally, as individuals, have a lot of debt on our own. Did you know, for instance, that $5,700 is the average amount of debt a household has in America? Average amount. And that's not, that's not including how much a credit card carries in debt. That's not including like how much freaking. Uh, that's not including how much potential debt there is, and just like everyday things, uh, like like um, your, say the medical debt, or say debt you owe insurance companies or car or or um, cable companies. We owe debt more than a few times in our lives, and it's it's gone to the point. Where debt is actually unavoidable. <laughs> I am not joking. Uh, you can plan. You can do everything you can. But debt, one way or another, is not avoidable. I mean, did you guys know that when credit when credit um, goes unpaid or you avoid paying um, debt off, they will write you off as, uh, as a loss? Which is basically called a um, a charge off. Now charge offs doesn't mean you get you're like free of your debt. No, no, no. It means the complete opposite. Uh, it means that it's possible you can receive a 1099C from the IRS uh, for canceled debt, meaning you will be expected to pay taxes on that debt. So I'm just thinking of this right now. Maybe somehow. The IRS saw all of my unpaid debt and was like, you know what, because this person didn't pay this debt, I'm going to charge him like a couple hundred bucks for their state taxes. And you know what? That's exactly what happened. I, I fucked up. I did. I have debt. I didn't realize I did. Well, I, I knew I, I did, but I didn't realize that they would actually do something about it. There are consequences to every action, guys. Newton said it himself. For every action, there is a positive, and uh, there's a equal or negative reaction. Something paraphrasing that. I don't. I got the quote. Hold on. Let me see. What the fuck did Newton say? What the fuck did Newton say? All right. For every action, there is an equal and positive opposite. Sorry. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Same applies to when you are in debt. Or when you do something that causes debt. Say you go to a store and finance some furnishings. And, you know, you don't pay up on the bills in time. And eventually, sometimes you forget the bills. That And sometimes you go months without paying these bills. Because they have priorities 
that that you know take place first before you pay off this furniture debt, which you sign a contract to pay it. This legally binds you and makes you, you know, responsible for what you don't pay and what you do pay. Therefore, our choice to prioritize our other things in our lives over this debt we have causes us to go into, you know, to get a bad credit score, to um, to have our debt go to collections, for us to not only, like, impact, you know, the economy, but also to impact our lives. Debt can be stressful as fuck, and it is no joke. Now, to, to clarify here, I myself am in debt. I uh, spent money on furniture that I did not need, or I did need, but couldn't afford. Uh, rather than just dealing it out and, and buying shit from the freaking thrift store, I went ahead and bought brand new furniture. And it's just, it's been a fucking hassle since day one, guys. Like, it, just lesson to you all. Don't finance anything unless you are for sure that you can pay it off in the coming month or two. Because if you stop paying off in the first two months, you have dug yourself a hole and it will get very hard to get out of. My point is this. Um, don't fall for the scheme of financing because it, it is really just what it is. a scheme. I mean, they can call you up and say all the fancy terminology they want to try and you know, convince you to buy stuff that you don't necessarily need. But, you know, they got to remember that it's a scheme. It's all a big trap to get you to owe them money. And, you know, if you're not responsible and you don't take action and responsibility for what you do, then it all struggles right back and affects you in all the wrong ways. That was just my two cents on debt because, you know, try to avoid it. I, I know I said earlier that it's unavoidable. But you know it's also unavoidable. I mean, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Lord, I'm losing my mind. It's like almost 9 o'clock. I need to sleep. But you know what is avoidable? A bad credit score. That is all on you. And credit scores you can use and, you know, obviously need for um, things like applying for tuition uh, for college, uh, applying for business loans, um, applying for apartments, places to live. Your credit score basically controls your reliability on everything. And it's very rare to find places that don't take credit, you know, too much or too seriously. Now it's become scarce, and pretty soon you're going to have to face up the consequences that is your debt. Because if you don't fix that shit soon enough, it will come back to bite you in the ass. Maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, but in the not-too-distant future, shit will become tough because you have all of this crazy-ass amounts of money that you owe, and you cannot do anything to change it. It's debilitating, and it sucks. So, my word of advice, do not finance or anything unless it's for an absolute emergency. And if you do, 
be sure you know you can pay that shit off. Otherwise, you're just fucking yourself over. <sighs> um, yeah, but on top of that, you also need to just prepare for the unexpected, which is what I failed to do this recent, um, last week. God, was that fun. Let me explain. So, um, what happened was, uh, guys, you expect unexpected. You always gotta be prepared for what the worst is to come and what the worst is to happen. I don't mean death and having a will and shit like that, which is a good idea, is a good idea but I mean expect things, expect shit to go sideways fast. Because, um, what's going on with me, what's going on with me and my job is a bit terrifying. Now, I work for a company, um, which is a project and a part of a bigger company. You've probably seen my Instagram pictures, but I work for a company called Lorica. They're a really good company. I suggest working for them. They're really awesome. Um, great benefits. Great um, <clears throat> pay. Even though the pay right now is probably 12 um, something, uh, the pay there is 12 like a, a few cents more. And they offer overtime for certain projects and bonus and a bunch of referral money you can get. It's really cool. Um, but I need to tell you all about uh, my project I'm working with, which I want to close their name officially uh, because y'all don't know their name. You just know Lorica. But <clears throat> I was a part of another project that was... What is it? Another project... That was in the medical profession, in the medical field, where I was to, where I am currently still, um, handling medications for patients of a certain company. I was to send it out, and I was to correct mistakes written by uh, my in the never-ending. I never any, but in the long process of taking care of prescriptions for patients, it was insanity, to be honest. Uh, that I found this shit out recently, but um, the project I was on was a very special project they had, um, you know, called out for sometime in late December last year, uh, late December, late November. Um, Mariah, my best friend, uh, went ahead and signed up for the class and has since then revealed to me that it is a great class and, you know, there's no, it's not bad and actually is a very awesome, you know, uh, work opportunity. So I, I thought, what the hell? So I went ahead and it was basically for this new position and it's due section of the um, company that, you know, made a ton more money because there was limitless overtime. Now, that was a good opportunity for me. I went for it. I, I got to it. But um, about after I completed my training and about uh, a couple months into working the um, working it, I was, like, stoked. I was excited, and everything was going awesome, and I was earning good money until I was told that the project was being let go. 
not the entire project I was working with, but the uh, the single bit of the company that was pre-QA was being stopped for further notice, which I know is code for you never gonna see this shit again. <laughs> and um, basically said I'm going back to my old project, which wasn't that good. Mind you, the old project was uh, within the same company, but just in a different section. I there are different positions positions and this you know project I'm with. The position I was doing with Mariah was um, being taken away because there was less work to be done with that one and the amount of overtime and the low work um, load that was being presented to us was just not enough to keep the side of the project going. So, um, basically, I'm now thrown back to my old position, which sucks because I was really banking on the overtime money to provide for a lot of things that I had planned in the near future. Come to find out that that opportunity has been taken away and I had no, no say in it was devastating. I cried. I had a panic attack that day. I was just so upset. And, and then it got me thinking, why are they doing this? Blah, 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 whatever. And then a friend of mine who used to work for a um, position that's a little bit lower than mine, but not quite. Uh, said that their position and their entirety of that position was going away. As in, everyone that worked that same position as her was basically being moved to another site and moved into another country because there's not enough work and because it's cheaper than to move that side to another country. And I get it, it's business. Business is business. Whatever. But to hear that that whole section of the project is just gone. Kaput. Had me thinking some really uneasy thoughts. That what if my job, in and of itself, was in danger? I made sure that it wasn't by asking around with the higher-ups. And apparently, um, my section of the job, plus one other section, is uh, being kept because you know we we do it well there's uh, a high queue a high workload is to be done and um even though there's no overtime available i'm guessing that's just how they're keeping it but it's it's, it's anyone's guess right now i don't know the official details i don't know the official you know report on what's going on all i know is that for some reason my side of the project which is going to my, which was my old side, now is my current side. And the other side is safe. But everything else has just been dropped like a hat. And I just... I'm really concerned that I am not going to have a job by the end of this year or the next. Hopefully, we keep this job when April rolls around. Because, well, we kind of rely on it. No. But as a precaution and due to the recent downgrade in my position and pay, I am now writing up my resume and hopefully um, you know, gather as much image experience as I can and and just you know, preparing for the worst. And that's the lesson we all gotta learn. Is that sometimes shit happens 
and we need to prepare for what might or might not happen and career-wise or in social-wise you just gotta you know make sure you have a, a game plan set for you know certain you know situations <sighs> it, it's a sad fact of life really as an adult that we have to you know be so cautious of what is going on with us and we have to be cautious of um you know it, Things like losing our jobs, getting laid off, or things like uh, a car breaking down, or death in the family. We have to always be prepared for something. Because life as we know it is very unpredictable. And that's just the way it is. No? Can't exactly change it, but it's life. But anyways, that was all for my episode of Liz Corner today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um... Come with us next time as we talk about um, bills, which I, I should have done to that like a long time ago. But I'm thinking next episode is gonna be about bills. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. I haven't touched, I haven't touched basic bills. I mean, I touched base with debt, but bills—that's a whole other ball game, guys. But anyways. I'll get back to you next Thursday. Thanks for watching Liz Corner, or listening to Liz Corner. I'm Olivia. Have a good night. Bye! Yay!